going against the grain. What does that mean for you in your job? What does that mean if you're thinking about leaving your job? And how do you handle when other people don't quite understand what it is that you do as an indie parent? Welcome to the Indie Parent Podcast. Uh, my name is Desiree Fawn, and I'm here with my co-host, Amy Belgart. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> Hiding in the background. I am. Uh, today's episode is all about going against the grain. So for people working in, you know, working from home or working for yourself or creating new businesses, it's not always the typical model of go to school, get a good job, stay there forever, retire, enjoy life. It's not the typical sort of lifestyle that a lot of people expected maybe for themselves or that their families and friends expected for them. So today we're going to talk a lot about how to handle the reactions, um, positive and negative, and sort of the situations that we found ourselves in um, with people either pushing back or being really psyched about our new moves. So maybe, Amy, if you want to start off and say you know, a little bit about how you've felt either frustrated with situations where people don't quite understand what it is that you're trying to do or how you've handled uh, reactions to what your work is. Yeah. So, and it's all over the map, the reactions. Some people think, wow, I wish I could do that. That's amazing that you, you know, are a risk taker, that that you take chances and this and that. And then, And then on the other side, there are people that just look at me like I'm insane and wonder why I travel as much as I travel. And when I'm home, I'm home working and, and they just they just don't understand it because it's normal to wake up at eight o'clock and go to your job, come home at five and, you know, rinse and repeat. Right. And and I think that when you have kids, people assume, well, that's that's an irresponsible way to live because your income right. is inconsistent you may not have health benefits. So you're being an inner, irresponsible parent by working for yourself. And um, our, the whole reason why we're, we're doing this podcast is to tell you, of course, that's not true and that you can be happy and be a parent and love your job. I know it seems impossible, but it's not. And uh, one thing I want to jump to real quick is we want to thank all of you for listening we launched our first three podcasts last week, and we were just overwhelmed by all of the positive feedback that we got. We didn't know if anyone was actually going to listen or care or like it. And we we just came back from a conference, Desiree and I, and we got so much love and support. And it just is just giving us more messages and yeah. It's overwhelming. It's, it's, it's been so awesome. We're so excited. And we like that you are excited about listening because we are inspired to keep going and making more episodes. And now we have just so many ideas for new episodes. So yeah, I'm just kind of jumping, throwing that in there real quick as I'm talking about this topic, because so many of us who are self-employed and that are also parents who have decided to take this path to be self-employed, we are getting pushback every single day. Even when you go to buy a house, they're like, well, where's your, where's your paycheck stubs? You know, like your, your bi-weekly paycheck stubs, you know? And then I had like the whole huge stack of paycheck stubs because I'm getting paid from multiple people every month as a freelancer. 
you know, just buying a house is a nightmare because no one understands it. No one can put, no one can wrap their brain around it. When you go to file your taxes, sometimes if you have a CPA that's not experienced with it, they're like, I don't even know what to do with you because yeah. you don't just have that one simple sheet at the end of the year that says you made this much and this much, this much was taken out of your check for taxes. You don't have that. Your stuff is scattered, scattered all over the place. It's in spreadsheets. It's in a pile in a box. I mean, if you're unorganized like me, that is. <laughs> me too. <laughs> and um, yeah, people can't just can't seem to to wrap their brain around it. So I know Desiree, you you wrote down some things or like situations where someone said something that even can come across as rude or insensitive, and it and it yeah. just comes from fear and lack of understanding. And and we have to always remember that not to be offended by it. It's just. It's a very unique way of life. It's true. I was, uh, and I mean, this is this is a friend from my my daughter's school, and I I had once asked her if she wanted to grab a coffee in the morning because sometimes in the morning, I'll grab my laptop and I'll head to one of the cafes. I've given myself this gift of this freedom to be able to do things like that, and I I mean, maybe it's even my fault for thinking that someone else could go for a coffee in the morning. But I, I asked if she wanted to come and grab a coffee. And her response was, I have a job. And it wasn't, mm. no, I'm busy or I have to go to this meeting. It was, I have a job. Insinuating to me, you don't have a job. Right, just, right, right. It was hard to have that from someone who, you know, I respect and wanted to spend time with mm. and wanted to get to know better to have them sort of throw it back in my face. And it's like, well... I do have a job, <laughs> but right. you know, and, it, and it, right even down to, you know, friends or family members will say, well, can't you come out to this event or can't you come and do this? And it's like, well, I have to do work. And they're like, well, you know. Oh yeah. You, you can to, just I still have to work. <laughs> yeah. And even with a flexi- right. Even with a flexible schedule, we still have deadlines and we still yeah. have work that we do every day. You know, Desiree and I, take our children to school in the morning and then we work up until we pick them up from school. So we actually have a pretty structured schedule and we can drop everything if we need to, to go get a coffee, you know, and that's the beauty of it. But we, sometimes we can't because we have deadlines just like everyone else. It's still a job. Yeah. I mean, last week when we were getting ready to head to Arizona for the mom 2.0 summit, I was working every single night until midnight, one, two in the morning, making sure that I would get everything done, but reveling in the fact that I could work ahead five days so that when I was in Arizona, I could enjoy the conference and I could sit by the pool and I didn't have to keep running back to my computer to make sure things were done because everything was finished ahead of time. And I mean, not all jobs are going to give you that sort of flexibility, but to have, you know, the the sense of, you know, this is what, these are my limitations as someone who works for themselves. And these are my freedoms in that. And I was fortunate to be able to, you know, get things done ahead of time. And while it was stressful at the time, making sure that I was getting everything done by midnight, I mean, I didn't have to do that. I could have chose to work through the whole conference, but I didn't want to do that to myself. Right. And and if you're going to a conference to elevate the business that you that you are working ahead of time for, you want to really take all of that in, soak all of that in and network and all of that. And you, you can't do that if you're behind the laptop the entire time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Which kind of negates the whole reason why you would spend the money to go in the first place. But it's great that we have the flexibility to do that and, and take care of that ahead of time before going. 
and, and travel or just, you know, like this, this weekend I'm going to another conference at Disney world. And even though it is a conference, it's, a, there's a lot of play involved and I want to be able, and I get to bring my family and I, and I want to be able to spend that time with them and, and, and not work. And I can do that because I work for myself and I set my own rules and I'm my own boss, which is pretty amazing. <laughs> so one thing that I wanted to share during this episode, which is kind of an example of the things that I deal with and hear and the kind of feedback I get regarding my my job as a blogger and business owner of multiple businesses is since people don't really understand the way that I make income, they just assume I don't make a lot of income. And I was recently featured in a newsletter for a business called Tap Influence. They're a blogger network that passes opportunities to bloggers and writers. And they approached me about featuring me and I wrote a little bio and some suggest- suggestions on how I was able to grow my business over the years. It was a great write-up and it also included an income report. And I was able, to, I could say whatever I wanted to say. I could say the exact number that I made in 2014, or it could be very vague. And I decided to be somewhat transparent, not completely transparent, but somewhat transparent by sharing that I made six figures back in 2014. And that's all I said. And the reason why I wanted to be transparent about it in my community uh, was because, not to brag, and I've never shared my income publicly ever. I just say that I work full time. I've never, ever shared it. But I wanted to I wanted to share that because, and not to brag, and not to say, well, look how much I made last year. It was, I was hoping that it would be inspirational to say, I can make this, you can too. And it ties into what we're doing with this show. We are going to be talking about all the ways we have grown our businesses and taken the leap to work from home and to work for ourselves. And I wanted it to be something that, that, told, that told my community, I'm doing it and you can too. Well, the, the reaction was a mixed reaction. And, and it seemed to all happen when I was at that conference last week. Right. People coming up to me and some people were like, oh, Amy, you're rocking it. High five. That's awesome. And, you know, most people were that way. But then, you know, there was also talk of, well, people are saying that's not really true, that you're exaggerating, that you're, you're tying in your other businesses with blogging, like Young Living and, you know, the other things I'm doing. And, and you know, and I had to say, no, that's not true. I, this is just for blogging. This was an article just for blogging. This, this is absolutely true. And then some right. people are saying, well, how is that even possible that you could do that? You know, so there were a lot of questions and, and, and yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to dive in, in this show, all the streams of income that I have that, that build up to that number, but we will in a future show. I just wanted to toss that in as it, I was being vulnerable by putting that out there. So I expected to get some kind of, you know, mixed reaction, but it was this, it's this, it goes to the same going as against the grain. Like no one can understand it. Even, even the bloggers in our community that are doing the same things still have trouble understanding it. Exactly. But the good news is that's why we're doing this show. And that's one reason why I wanted to be open about it to say, Hey, guess what? We're going to help you do the same thing. Totally. And I think that even 
I mean, both of us have done other businesses other than blogging. I don't want any of our listeners, I was going to say readers, listeners to think (laughs) that, well, I can only do this if I'm a blogger or a writer. These are things that can translate because to be honest, when you're working for yourself, I really think that having only one stream of income is like putting all your eggs in one basket. If I only wrote for one person or only created content for one person, I'd be shooting myself in the foot because this industry changes so quickly that one thing wouldn't always be sustainable. It changes all the time. Back in 2011, I was social media manager and content creator for a big celebrity site. And when uh, when they were having a hard time with some ads and ad sales, I was dropped and that was half of my income that Mm. was taken away overnight because that's just how the industry moves. And you have to be prepared for things like that to happen. You know, something that I do now with the social media or whatever, something could end tomorrow. And as someone who does freelance, then, you know, it's a, it's a dangerous game to just, like I said, put all your eggs in one basket. You have to, be creative. And I think that most of you who are listening to this have that same entrepreneurial mindset where, you know, you're an idea a day and not enough hours and you really want to just go, go, go and get the next thing done. So I think even for, I mean, Amy understands this. It's, I, I would have a really hard time just getting my mind around working on only one thing. I just, I can't operate that way. Like I have to be doing more than one thing at once. And I think that's a big benefit in this industry and others, whether you're working from home or working at a business that you own, like a retail store or something like that, you're never just doing the one thing in this sort of line of work, I guess you could call it. I think that lifestyle just lends itself to being a little more free and flexible because it brings you different opportunities. And I'm sure that Amy would say the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. And I also think that, you know, those who are entrepreneurial are always thinking of new ideas all the time. They don't necessarily want to stick to one thing. It would be boring for me, honestly, to just be on one path. And that's why even, even, you know, and and the reason why I refer to blogging is because that's probably the bulk of our, our audience. And that's the bulk of what the work that you and I do. But like you said, Mm -hmm. all, all of the tools and practices that we use can be used in any line of self-employment and freelance work. But I would, I would, I would be bored just doing one thing. And I like taking on new projects that may lead to something that's a whole new business. I think, I think as self-employed people, we have to keep doing that and also keep creating new income sources. So it's this part of, it's this part of this life in this path that we take, but it doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, I've got to think of like a million projects at once. They just come. They just they, yeah. they pop in your head like this podcast just popped in our head one day and then it just magically appeared. You know, I mean, not really. OK, we worked really, really hard behind the scenes, but, but it, we had no idea it was going to be a podcast. <laughs> I mean, we no, no, never. And, and it took almost a year before it actually became something. Mm-hmm. But the idea was still there and we didn't feel like we had to just rush on it really, really fast. We had to figure out what it was going to be and who knows where this will lead. Yeah. Or, or even, I mean, even if someone listens to this and decides to create their own business and stay home with their kids or, you know, open their own store or what have you, that, that would mean the world to me. I mean, that would be, if we could like spread this movement to work for yourself as a parent, 
I mean, that would be enough for me. I, 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 I don't need yeah. a paycheck. <laughs> that would no, be, it gives me would goosebumps. be good. I know we had one, we had one person already say like, okay, I've been listening to this and you're making me want to leave my job. Like I, I just have to keep I, listening because I got to get out of here. <laughs> and even I that is few people. So yeah. exciting. Yes. I mean, even that, even if, you know, it's probably way too soon to, to know if that will actually happen. But just to know that we've given some in, inspiration to parents who have always wanted to do that, but they haven't found the support they needed or the tools that that they uh, needed to to take the leap is, totally. yeah, I mean, that's the whole reason why we're here, because there isn't really a community that does this. And it's, it's, it's just, it's usually just for entrepreneurs, which doesn't always include parents, you know? which is a yeah, whole a totally different game different. When, you, when you have children. <laughs> exactly. Um, the also, next thing I thought maybe we could talk about is uh, what we say to people in our daily lives when we get that pushback, when we get that, oh, I have a job comment, or when people are like, I just, I don't understand it. I don't, like, why are you doing that? Why would you t- do something so risky? Why, you know, things like that. And I had one sort of line that I, I like to bust out when people sort of our, you know, why on earth would you leave a job or why wouldn't you just get a, a I'm doing air quotes now, real mm-hmm. job <laughs> is right. uh, something that I've heard a lot. And I like to say people, you know what, I have a life that means I get to be with my daughter all the time. I have a life that makes me really, really happy. And when you work hard at things like that, and I'm going to, I'm going to go back to that in a moment. When you work hard at something like that, you're going to find the right path. It's the people who aren't willing to put in the work, to be honest, that aren't going to succeed in this. And I think if you have that entrepreneurial mindset, you are the sort of person who's going to put in the work. So I'm not worried about those people, but it's those who think it's an overnight success. Amy and I have been blogging since 2008. I didn't start yesterday and now suddenly it's my full-time job. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's you know getting across to people that it's, a laborer of love. And you know what? I can say to those people, I have a job that I love. I have fun doing it every single day. I look forward to Mondays. And even if it paid utter crap, wouldn't I still be happier doing that than going to a job that I couldn't stand making good money? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. And my, my response would be very similar Mine is usually about freedom because my, my big word is free and freedom. And exactly, I just want the freedom to make decisions for myself and my family. And no one else dictates that but me and my husband. Yeah. And usually that's enough to be like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. it's still scary and risky, but, you know, they can respect that. I just want to do my own thing. I'm, I've never been one to follow the rules. But, but everyone always comes back to the money, you know, the money. How yeah. do you make money? And so how can you do that and make money? And like I was just telling someone at the conference, you know, they're like, well, yeah, you could work really hard. It doesn't mean that the money is going to come. And I said, yeah, it will. I, but <laughs> it, it, I work for free for on, on, on the blogging end. I worked for free for three years. Yeah. I wasn't making anything, but I kept enhancing the site. I kept adding content. I kept networking. I kept learning as much as I could about my field. Three years of no pay. When my husband got into radio, he worked one or two years as an intern for free, living with his parents. And then he finally got like a part-time position overnight. The one, the, the one job no one wanted 
he kept at it. He stayed there and he kept moving up, moving up until one day he, he was able to leave because he had enough tools to create his own business. Exactly. And it's hard. I mean, I get it. It is so hard to work day and night and be passionate about something. And all you do is this one thing and you make it really good and it's a great idea. And then no one's really paying attention. No one's really responding the way that you want them to. Yep. But it's only been like three, three or four months, you know? So it's some fields may, may be faster than others, you know, but it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's how bad you want it and not putting all your eggs in that one basket too. And if you're, you, you know, we don't suggest you just quit your job and then create a whole new business and work for free for two years, because then how would you pay the bills? I mean, we're not, yeah, we know that there is some you know, push and pull there. There's some yeah, there's you responsibilities know. we've got to, we're not saying don't be responsible, mooch off of people. Oh, totally. And it goes back to this whole going against the grain thing, because maybe what it means for you and your family is downsizing the home you live in, going from two cars to one car to make this happen. And I think that a lot of people have that fear of what that looks like on the outside. And to be honest, we have two cars right now, and I'm looking forward to getting rid of one because we don't need them now that we both work at home. Why would we have the extra expense? That's money for travel. That's money for you know, saving that's money for my daughter's school. That's so things like that. I mean, from the outside, sure. Maybe that looks like, Oh, they must not be doing very well. They had to get rid of a car, <laughs> but I'm so excited to get rid of a car. Do you know expensive cars are? I yeah, mean, I know. Why would you bother having to, if you don't have to? And I think it's, that's the main, it's like the mainstream way of living, you know, yeah. or like Western culture. It's, it's, it's the having the nice car and the nice house and the degree and the get a you know, the job right out of college and this and that, you know, it's like this right? like, formula. Screw that normal. Screw that. This is the <laughs> new American dream. The indie parent life. That's your new American dream or new Canadian dream. If you happen to live up here with me, that's right. That's Why right. Do you want all that stuff. <laughs> and I have to, and I have to tell you and, and Ryan, my husband and I, we talked about this a lot. No one has ever asked us for a college degree to look at a college degree because neither one of us have college degrees. Neither one of us have college degrees. He went to broadcasting school and that's that's the extent of his college degree. And I didn't finish college because I had circumstances that didn't allow me to go at the time when I was attending and I never went back. And I'm not here, you know, and I'm not saying don't go to college. I want my kids to go to college. I'm just saying that's not the only way. It's not the only path. My partner went right from high school uh, to the job he had for 12 years until he just left. So now you can probably guess how old he is. (laughs) Um, And I went right to university and I have a degree. And do you know what my degrees are in? Philosophy and cultural studies, which are useless. Don't go to school for those things. (laughs) And no one has once ever asked me to see my diploma thing. I don't even know where it is because it's not that important to me. I told like, you, you are, don't even know where it is. I know. <laughs> I figured I'd just give it to my mom or something. She'd be happy. <laughs> she always wanted me to be a teacher. <laughs> Maybe this is me being a teacher. This is a different, different realm. But I, um, I noticed that, that there is a shift in the marketplace where more employers are wanting to see your body of work versus your exactly. degree. And I love that because that the, your body of work means everything. Yeah. You know, I mean... 
and I guess references are important too, of course, but I want to see what you've done. I want to see where you've been. I want to see, I just want to talk. I mean, you could tell by just talking to someone if they know what they're talking about. Oh, absolutely. You You want to know what makes someone tick, what makes them get up in the morning, not that they studied for a long time and passed some test. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And on there, I mean, are they, are they able to socialize? Are they competent? I mean, just even if you have a college degree, it doesn't mean that you're a hard worker, you know, what's your work yeah. ethic like? You don't really, you may get some of that from like looking at, you know, accolades in college, but in the real world marketplace, you know, what does that mean? What does that look like? Exactly. So I do see this shift, you know, with the whole college, you know, not being a requ- requirement, but I still not really seeing the shift with parents who will allow themselves to work for themselves. And, and especially in the countries like we live in, where that's totally possible, and you have a million resources at your fingertips, and I'm surprised more parents aren't doing it, to be honest. Exactly. And if you are one of those parents out there who is really thinking, how the heck am I ever going to do this, then I hope you'll keep listening, and I hope you'll send us your questions, and we will try to get you on the path that can, uh, that can help you. Definitely. We're going to wrap this one up, but please check out our website, which is basically our blog talk radio page at theindyparent.com. And there you can follow us on blog talk radio. You can also follow our iTunes feed. You can visit our Facebook group, which is now public. So anyone could come and join and we'll let you in and you can come in and chat with other parents who are also indie parents. And we are very excited that Blog Talk Radio has put us on the homepage. What? So if, even if you go to blogtalkradio.com, there we are on the homepage under either parenting or entrepreneur. So thank you so much, Blog Talk Radio, for supporting us as well. We're also using the hashtag IndieParent on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to show a crazy photo of what your life looks like when you're trying to work from home and your kids are hanging on your back, we want to see those photos. Or if you have a cool resource you want to share on Twitter, make sure you join us every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on theindieparent.com. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye.